Welcome to the podcast, Live Your Love. I'm Jonathan Daniel. I created this project to inspire others to fearlessly pursue their dreams. I believe pure magic happens when we find the courage to pursue that which sets the soul on fire. This community is a reflection of my own personal journey and the realization that anything is possible if we have the courage to chase after it. As you explore this podcast, you'll find stories of my own adventures, interviews with inspiring individuals, and resources to help you on your journey. To be truly free, you have to heal and become untethered. You also need a source of income that no one can take away. I hope you discover both. Thank you for joining me on this path, and I'll see you on the other side. Hi, so I'm Jonathan Daniel Morris, and I'm here with my friend Alexandra Schliva, who's also named Soul Schliva. Uh, Hi, everyone. On Instagram. So I'm going to let her spell that because it's almost impossible for me to remember. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a Norwegian, no, Polish. Polish yeah, name. it is Polish. Okay, so your Instagram. S-O-L, no. <laughs> I'm terrible at spelling. You don't have to spell it. We're not going to edit this. So oh, shit. everybody's going to know that you're soul Shiva. <laughs> that I suck in spelling. S O U L S L E W A. It's your last name. Yeah. <laughs> like, how could you misspell it? <laughs> I, yeah, I confuse. I mean, I mix the like I and A, and it, for me, it's hard. <laughs> so, the name of this episode is the We Have. No, it's the Chicken episode. Because we are actually in Bali, and I love it here. I feel like I've, I've found my true self. I have a measure of peace. Uh, we're in the Ubud area, uh, which a lot of the locals call Ubudists. Um, so we're surrounded by beautiful nature, jungle, waterfalls, mountains, volcanoes. Uh, we have a swimming pool. It, it is a, a, almost like a paradise. It is um, it really is. And so the name of this episode is called the chicken episode. <laughs> and we're not going <laughs> to, because you're going to hear a lot of random ass chickens just because they're everywhere. So that's, that's a thing. And they go all day. And you heard one. Yeah. And two, two o'clock in the morning, you too. <laughs> yeah. So there's a chicken at two o'clock in the morning. It was like, just like, yeah, just, just singing his heart out, you know. <laughs> I thought like that's, that's random. They're not supposed to start that early. <laughs> I know, I know. So this is definitely the chicken episode because we, we thought about uh, making it an episode where like, you know, we use some soundproofing. Uh, we're on a we're on a cell phone right now and trying to share a microphone. We're actually going to post a picture because it is a, a bit of a ridiculous setup. You know, <laughs> we thought about like doing it under a blanket. Oh, that sounds weird. <laughs> Good thing we're not editing it. So we're gonna like we're gonna like uh, do the podcast under a blanket or something to do better soundproofing. Um, but lately, we've both been going through. A bit of a journey and really coming to understand that an expert is someone who's failed 
all the ways there is to fail in a very narrow field. Which means that if you're thinking about starting anything, you kind of have to be the disaster before you're the master. So every single person has to fail in order to get where they're at. And so, uh, yeah, welcome, welcome to our disaster. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful disaster. Yeah, and, and it is beautiful because um, I believe that it's, it's giving the courage to try. It's like permission to fail. And I think that's important because so many, and me for a long time, I was stuck under paralysis by analysis. And I just, everything had to be perfect. And honestly, I read somewhere that perfection is fear in disguise. Mm -hmm. I read that too, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it makes me, it really hit home because, you know, every website that I built or every, you know, the book that I've been writing for five years. And I'm afraid now that I'm just going to be the, the guy who's always writing a book but never written one. Mm. You know, and so now the lesson is to become comfortable and embrace both the good and the bad of the learning process and of new beginnings and new journey. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spirit. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, we, we just have to start somewhere. We're starting in this homemade studio. With the chickens, <laughs> with our avocado coffee. Yeah, it's good <laughs> That's avocado the vibe. coffee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is the vibe. Yeah. And and speaking of new beginnings, um, you're going through some pretty radical changes. Um, following your intuition. <laughs> yeah. Which is leading you down some pretty wild paths. Yeah. Um. And you're going to become a coach. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. I'm under training right now. And I already booked my first six clients. Six? That, yeah. That wow. is for free. I mean, the sessions are free. But, um, yeah, I already started. already had my two clients. And it went well. And, yeah. Oh, I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous <laughs> no, talking no, about this. So what, why do you want to be an intuition coach? Like what, what draws you towards that path? It's just who I am. Like it's in my nature to always feel certain things about people, feel something about maybe what direction they should go or what's best for them. Or like I'm always like helping out my friends and my family and just random people online with like... Uh, yeah, like if they're stuck or or feel like they lack purpose or uh, how do you say like excitement in life? Direction. Yeah, I always like I always try to dig and dig and dig and like, but, but I know like there is something in you. <laughs> so I'm just I don't know. I think it just comes natural to me to like get that out of people and uplift people and um, support them. How Just, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Can you can you imagine that's gonna be your career? That's gonna be your job that is forever. Insane. You literally get to guide people to live their best life. Yeah. And how beautiful is that? For me it's just I can't believe it. 
Right. But it's it's already becoming real. You know, even if I don't get paid right now, I know that that is that is going to happen very yeah. soon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think it's already happened. Yeah. I think that day is just not here yet, but it's it's very soon. Yeah. Have you have you recognized when you're talking to people and you're doing these free sessions now and gaining your experience and going through your courses and getting your certifications, um, when you're talking to people, have you noticed like a common theme that they, or a belief system maybe, that they, maybe a limiting belief system or maybe, you know? Yeah. There is actually one thing that both of my clients said that was like exactly the same. And that was about... Um, they both said that they are feeling like everyone around them is like going, moving on with their life, but they are stuck. Wow. Like they are just watching everybody else go by and doing their thing. And they are like overwhelmed or paralyzed and thinking like either like all occupations or careers are taken or they just like literally don't know <laughs> what to do. So... Yeah, that's something both of them said. And when they're stuck, do you feel that they have like, is it is it like a limiting belief system kind of stuck? Or is it because they have to provide for their family kind of stuck? Or is it because society doesn't, uh, has certain expectations for them? Um, do, do you see that come up? I think it is a combination. Uh, I cannot go in too much detail because it is personal sure. uh, but some I mean ah, <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> yeah. I can say or not but like so it was a combination of everything but I also feel um, oh hold on I'm like I'm so nervous I'm like, <laughs> we're not editing any of this right 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 no pressure um okay but what was the question again well, if you notice a commonality in in the way that people have been approaching, like they they have limiting belief systems, or are they stuck in like a society's norm. I know based on the conversations we've had before uh, that you noticed that a lot of people feel that society has certain expectations for their roles, yeah. and yet their soul is on fire yeah. for something completely different, and that might be something with the love of nature or it might be something with you know that's that's not mainstream or you know not really encouraged by society and yeah i love that you encourage people to fearlessly pursue that what sets their soul on fire that's my passion and well, you uh, do that too i do just naturally being yourself thank you and yes i believe that every single person has a, a magic like actual true magic that mm. you know we have the five senses and it's sight and sound and you know, feeling touch and all that and so but i believe that really people have more than that i think they have really strong intuition that a lot of times they bury with the rational mind yeah. so one of the things that i love about what you do and what you will be doing is that you're encouraging people to really listen to their intuition mm which I think is a gift uh, that's underutilized in this world. Mm, thank you. And uh, back to the question, I think that a part of me believes that people who actually seek 
and go for intuitive coaching, they already are intuitive. You know, because you are like, you're called to, to that specific, uh, how do you say, niche of coaching. So both of my clients already, like I can tell both of them are empaths. They want to help other people. Wow. But they feel, they just feel like stuck in the society, if you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah, they like, they, they know that they have this side to themselves, but they kind of dim the light and also the society around dims the light and makes them feel like not normal in a sense. But I can already tell like both of the people, I mean, they are very sensitive, very smart, very creative, very colorful. Um, they just need to express it and they need the permission in a way to yeah. do it. So, um, yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And it's true. <clears throat> so what's really interesting is I, about 20 years ago, um, well, it feels like 20 years ago, but it's probably more like 10. Um, I was going through a really bad breakup in a relationship and I remember I felt like the person was lying to me and I had no proof and I stayed and I just every single day I resented the person more and more but most of all I resented myself because I felt that I was almost cheating myself or lying to myself like I knew with all of my body mind and soul like every single vibration in me felt that I was being lied to by this person and I just knew it and it wasn't the monkey mind what if this scenario happens what if something like this you know goes it was literally this quiet knowing this intuitive place where I knew something was very flawed and that the other person was not being uh, upfront with me and many months later after I tortured myself by staying in a relationship that was long overdue long past its expiration date, I found out that I was right. And I was right all along about everything. Like every single thing I was completely right about. And I remember I made a promise to myself that day that no matter what, whether I could prove it, whether I could not prove it, I would forever 100% follow my intuition. So if in the future something happened and I felt like somebody wasn't being honest with me, um, that's it. I would act on that intuitive knowing. I would not require proof. I would be generous. I would say, I apologize. I could be wrong. You know, I have no proof. My rational mind is, but my intuition says this. And because of that, I made a promise to follow my intuition. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. And I act as if my intuition was correct over my rational mind. And intuition, just like the first time you go to the gym, it's going to struggle with the weights. It gets stronger and stronger and stronger the more you use it and the more you confide in it, the more you trust it, until it becomes your subtle superpower. So what I love about what you do, Alexandra, is that you give people permission to tap in 
to their subtle superpower. Mm. And that is a gift that to me is priceless. And I think so many people will benefit. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, but it is true. I mean, our intuition, it is it truly is a superpower. And we just need to tap into it and listen and learn how to recognize it and trust it. Yeah, and that's hard. It is hard in the beginning. But for example, for me, coming here to Bali, my intuition was on fire. I cannot even... And I think this is something that probably all of us experience once or twice. I don't know, maybe many times in our lives. But where our intuition is speaking to us so loud, because sometimes you hear it in a whisper, you know, like you shouldn't do that or you should stop with that or, or you know. <laughs> <laughs> the Japanese girl. <laughs> oh, yeah, story. I'm going to tell it after yeah, this. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, tell yeah, the yeah. story. Just remember it. <laughs> but my intuition was really screaming to me. Like I couldn't even, I, there was no other way. Uh, than coming to Bali wow. I can't explain it and even because I was leaving my ex and he was like crying really hard when I was about to go on that bus like it literally <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> no I mean poor it was, guy yeah I mean it was really it was hard for me too but I had to actually step up and be like the the more like uh, strong one in that situation and I was like you know I, I really hate to leave but I, I really have to leave like I couldn't even explain it like something literally like how do you say pulled me wow yeah to to go and even even when I got to, <laughs> even when I got to the airport because I literally started to think like I should drop everything I literally 10 minutes before the bus came I was so like oh my god I cannot leave this person broken in pieces like this I was literally considering I should just drop everything it's just 300 for the flight ticket it's okay like like oh I seriously consider it and then I was like no but I already have my place there because I already agreed with the house owner and I was like no I have to go like something in me was like no and the old me would be like oh my god no I feel so bad for this person I cannot go but again it was so strong I went on that bus and you're probably gonna laugh now but I actually lost my flight what do you mean I lost the flight I went to the airport I lost the flight because it was like a eight over eight hour transit. here yeah to get to Bali the first time okay uh, there was something with the transit in Australia. I didn't have the visa for that. So I had to take the bus. It was like a six hour drive bus. So I was like taking the bus for like one and a half days straight almost. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man. like back and forth. And I had to go back again to him and say bye again. <laughs> oh no i didn't know that yeah I that sounds to... traumatic right like this sounds awful it was really bad especially because goodbyes are hard enough it's... and then super was... emotional and you were with him for a long time you guys were close yeah and i know that you know i felt like um 
you were in each other's lives for a reason. Yeah. Uh, and then the opposite of that became true. Yeah. Where you both had to grow kind of separately. Mm -hmm. um, continue, please. Yeah, that was, uh, that was brutal. I was like, what? I really felt like the universe was testing me so hard. And I started to question, like, why did I miss the plane? Am I supposed to stay here? Am I supposed to try again with this person? And I, I know this sounds, I mean, nothing on this podcast. It's going to be weird, probably, but like... <laughs> Everything on this podcast <laughs> yeah. is going to be weird. Depends on who's listening. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> it's the chicken episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I started to tell him, like... I think I'm gonna stay here and try. Maybe I can stay for six months and then go to oh, Bali. Wow. Yeah. And then he and I truly believe that it was actually my spirit guides channeling through him because he was like, No, you have to go. Even though wow. I knew he really he wanted that. me to stay. Yeah. He said, like, you know what? I really feel like we both need to do this. We are on this kind of mission and I think you really have to go. Wow. And then the next day, when I was, like, booking my next flight, he was like, please don't go. So he was, like, <laughs> back and forth, and it was really hard oh, for me. Man. It was really hard. And then then I, I – but my point is, like, my intuition was – I mean, Bali, Mama Bali, was calling me so intensely wow. that there was, like, nothing else mattered. I just had to go there and be there and – Actually, it turned out to be <laughs> super amazing. I mean, I found this amazing place. It, everything, like, it was like the universe wanted me here. And I've known you for some time now. Uh, we met on adventures in Peru. And I've just seen your growth propel just incredibly. Like, you have grown so much. Um, I literally get goosebumps thinking about who you used to be, and that was someone, I feel, if I can speak my truth, yeah. that, that sought permission, that sought validation, that mm -hmm. didn't know what, you know, you wanted. I was and... lost. <laughs> <laughs> I was gone. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, now to see you make snap decisions in an instant and then act on them with, with beautiful action. So, I mean, to think about just in the past month, how much you've grown it's yeah. it's inspiring it's insane <laughs> it is it is it is, it is crazy insane. how much you've grown which means that i mean everything your intuition that brought you here and yeah. your path like it was for your highest good and you were supposed to be here exactly like everything ever since i came here and really listened to my intuition i did not go in that same pattern the old pattern like Taking, I mean, putting people in front of me. Like, I literally just put myself first. And ever since, everything is, like, aligning. You came here. Like, what the fuck? That is insane. <laughs> <laughs> you came yeah. here. We met Omi, our friend here. Yeah. He's a fucking genius. Like, he is, actually. We, like, literally. <laughs> like, literally. Um, so he calls himself Omi Urban, Urban Monk. Monk. Yeah. So if you guys want to look him up on Instagram, it's Omi Urban Monk. Um, he is brilliant. Um, and we have become like the, the three best friends. Yeah. So we traveled the island together. We went to the 
Pura Tirta Emul, and that's uh, essentially the water temple. Um, hey! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's a, a water temple here in Bali where they have monks, and they give you a blessing from the spirit of Bali which is incredible. Most people in the Western culture are like, how can an island have a spirit? But if you come here and you experience this island, it really does feel alive in purely magical ways. Like just the moment uh, that I landed, I felt just this clarity and this peace of mind. It's like an inner knowing that I didn't have before. It's like I felt lost and now I'm found. It's, it's, it's honestly incredible. And so Omi, um, Alexandra, and I, we go to all of these adventures. Um, okay, I'll give you an example. I, I love the art of meditation. And it's something that it was my path to climb the mountain. So I released a lot of trauma from a lot of things that happened to me when I was younger. And when I meditate, I go to a place of silence. It's not a guided meditation. It's literally just me and the divine spirit and it's me in a place of silence connecting to my higher self and I feel that I'm gifted uh, wisdom and it can be very specific wisdom like start your business and this is exactly the name of it or it can be like hey start this charity work or you know it, it really is very specific but what happens to me inevitably and I've been meditating for um, probably about five six years now and Inevitably, every time that I leave meditation, I re-enter the real world. And when I re-enter the real world, I feel like I'm not in that state, that I'm not in that like higher state. Like I feel like I'm vibrating in the real world. And so I, I feel like the peace that I've gained is slowly getting lost. And I feel like all you know the things that I gained in meditation throughout the course of the day you're fighting with traffic or you got a boss or you got a client road rage <laughs> road rage or you got a client that's you know screaming or demanding or something you know it just brings you back to a state of reality that, that but what i've noticed here is you know i went right out there uh, on that pool right there in the jungle and i went into a meditation and it was pretty deep and uh, when i came out that was three or four days ago, and I literally feel like I haven't left. Uh, like I still, like I brought the Zen with me. Like yeah. I brought that peace of mind with me. Um, I feel like my words are more clear. Um, now, surely I'm going to say something silly <laughs> because I just said that, right? So here comes the faux pas. <laughs> but yeah, so I do feel um, blessed to be here and that I'm learning a lot. And let me see. Um, so the episode, about 30 minutes would probably be good, right? Uh, whatever. Or however long How much, we want to talk. Yeah. Um, I do want to say before the time's up, um, I want to say that having 10 plus years of listening to my intuition above my rational mind, um, even now my intuition feels like a, like a pure gift, almost like a superpower. Um, I love my intuition. It's one of the, my favorite things about me. But even now, sometimes I will struggle. And that's normal for everyone. 
And so what I would encourage you is to make an incredible circle of friends and to have people who celebrate your joy. If you tell someone the good news about your day and they like say, oh, congratulations, you know, I always wanted to do that, you know, um, but good for you, good for you, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> stay away from that person. Uh, don't share your joy. They are, uh, in, in the Buddhist culture, I believe they're um, like a thief of joy. And that is, uh, that's their own karmic path and like let that happen for them. But what you want to do is surround yourself by people who will be genuinely thrilled to know about your success and, and, and truly rooting for you yeah. because that energy is contagious. And so what I really advocate, what I think is beautiful is I feel that I have a very strong, strongly developed intuition and I still either need to work with a coach or need to work in a group of peers that can support and uplift. So if I'm considering a choice that may not be in my best interest or may not be a good choice, deep down in my soul, I know that I'm not supposed to do it. And But guess what? It's a very tempting choice. For whatever the reasons, it could be a very tempting choice. And so that's what I really enjoy about being friends with Omi and Alexandra. You know, I went to Alexandra and I said, Alexandra, I'm struggling with this choice. I really want to make it. so funny. <laughs> Why? You have to tell them. <laughs> You're going to tell now, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um, <clears throat> um, I like to think of myself as single, uh, which means, and eventually I, I would like children and to meet someone spectacular. And so... Um, I have uh, gone on dates, and there are some dates that are like pure and honoring the moment, and in meditation I receive the feedback, I need to honor the path of love. And that means no hookups, that means you're honoring the path of love. So you go intentional dating, and not just, you know, the hookup scene, and one night, and stand. one night stands, yeah. and all that. <laughs> So there was this really beautiful girl uh, from Japan, and she, uh, for some reason, was fascinated by me, and she wanted to hook up. To, yeah, <laughs> she that, that's it. She wanted to hook up. She was like, "Hey, if you come meet me, I can promise you a really fun night." <laughs> like she's, I promise you won't regret it. Um, she's like, "I leave in two days. I'm going back to Japan. You know, I really uh, want to spend a night with you before I do that." And everything male in me <laughs> was because it because it's been a while you know and and, and uh, I'm coming from Colombia and and you know I um it's just been a little bit of time for me and so I, everything male in me was like yeah. fuck, fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really really want to go I'm gonna drive for three hours right. I don't care I'm gonna drive for three hours on an uncomfortable ass scooter <laughs> With my butter to, just to get there. And um, before that happened, uh, I, I went to Alexandra because literally the day before I was in meditation and I asked for love. And it said, if you want love, you have to honor the path of love. Mm -hmm. 
you know, people who want wisdom have to read books. They seek the path of wisdom. If you want love, you have to seek the path of love. And so that was my feedback. That was my guidance that I received in meditation. But this was not honoring the path of love. And I still really wanted it. <laughs> she was pretty. Yeah. 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 I should have done it. No. <laughs> so... <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> have not learned anything. <laughs> I haven't learned anything. I should have gone and done it and just started my intuitive path the next day, because yeah. uh, I was thirsty. If I'm being honest, yeah, I was like about it, right? So, um, she wanted to spend time with me, and I wanted to spend time with her. But I felt like it was a one night stand. I knew what it was. She knew what it was, and so. Inside, I, I really wanted to, to the point where I even drove to the city. It was a super uncomfortable three-hour ride in a scooter with a lot of traffic. And um, I talked to Alexandra before I left, and I said, listen, I kind of think I know the answer here, but, you know, I, I need to tell you. And I told her exactly what I just told you guys, um, and I told her, my, like, I really want to go. And then she asked such a powerful question because I consider myself a very intuitive being already. And she asked, what does your intuition say? And that stings a little because your intuition is sometimes not aligned with your desires or your wants. So my want, my desire was to be there. Um, but my intuition said, that's not honoring the path of love. Don't go. So my point of telling you that super embarrassing story <laughs> is that even if you consider uh, your intuition to be finely tuned, it's important to have either an intuition coach or a really close peer group that will encourage, support, and uplift you. Amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> Praise! Amen! <laughs> Um, yeah, no, but it's true. It's really true. And it helps a lot. It to, really does. To have people that really want the best for you. I mean, I told you that that you can do it. Like, you know, like I didn't tell you, like, don't do it. Right. You can do it if you want to, but you know truly what you have to do in some way. I mean, you are also the one asking for love. There is no one, there is no God, right. there is no, no one telling you, like, you shouldn't do this. You are the one. Right. That kind of sets that, um, how do you say? Expectation. Yeah. Or, yeah. So that actually was really impactful, the, the advice. Um, you know, sure, the question itself, what does your intuition say, is easy to ask. Anyone can ask you that. Um, you can even ask yourself. But if I did ask myself, and I knew the answer, mm -hmm. and I was still going to drive down there. <laughs> so that's why it helps to bounce it off of someone just to hear your ideas out loud or to hear your desires out loud or to be challenged. And what was a little bit challenging for me is the fact that I already knew the answer. I also, what I loved about her feedback was exactly what she just said now. I asked for this. I put that out there. I requested love. So therefore, I have to honor the path of love. And to... That's my thing. It's my, what is it, contract with the universe, mm -hmm. if you will. It's, it's my um, vision or vision. Yeah. desire, deep desire. 
So to break that contract would just be to not honor the path of love, which would mean probably not the desired outcome. So I could start later and start later. And I think that's a trap that a lot of people who are in the dating apps and in modern society fall into is a constant state of, well, I can start tomorrow, mm-hmm. you know, and it's never today. So yeah. I like that you made me own it, <laughs> even though it was uncomfortable. Well, I also, I mean, I saw something that you didn't see because right the day before you asked about to honor or yeah, to honor honor the path of love, and the Chinese no, the Japanese girl um, started talking to you the day after. Right. It was a. It was like, oh, she was like she was like it's literally a test. <laughs> yeah. You have to see like, that John, it's a test. You know? How can you not see this? This is the universe testing you. Like you literally asked for this yesterday, and here it is. Here is the temptation. You know, like for me it was so clear, but but you saw it in a different way. I mean, that's when you realize that, yeah, it is a test. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A good fucking test. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a good test. Um, so, yeah. So, that's that would be the, the biggest takeaway that uh, I would have uh, for anybody that is unfortunate enough to be listening to our, our disaster. <laughs> our disaster podcast. Um, is that... Surround yourself by people who celebrate your joy. Uh, rid yourself of anyone. If you share a joy and you feel like they're truly like, don't listen to their words. If they're like, nah, yeah, or like, oh, that's great, congratulations. Yeah. I always wanted to do that, but good for you. You know, if they're like that, um, really limit your access and your sharing with that person. Um, grow in your quiet grow in silence um there's no need to be like flexing or or telling you know if you find that people aren't capable of sharing your joy uh it might be because you're vibrating at a level that makes them uncomfortable about their current level and so really uh surround yourself with people or a community i know that um both alexandra and i and even omi are working on building some really great community projects where you can connect with people who vibrate, uh, who will help you or share their joy, or even just a peer group. You know, can be really nice. So, um, I would love for you know this podcast to be inclusive. So I, I would love it. Would nothing would make me happier than if you were to go and share your truth with me. So feel free to, you know, fill out one of the forms or, you know, drop uh, Alexandra a message on Instagram and, you know, uh, really let's connect. Yeah, yeah, let's connect. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Stay blessed. Uh, uh, what do I say now? <laughs> say bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> it was a pleasure. Thank you for listening to Live Your Love. I hope you feel inspired to take action towards creating the life you truly love. Remember, it's never too late to start living your best life. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your support helps us reach more listeners and continue spreading the message of fearlessly pursuing passion and lifestyle redesign.
Feel free to check out the website for more resources and information on how we can work together to help you live your love. Until next time, keep chasing your dreams and living your best life.